Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for November 18th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So, I have up today two new videos uh, on my blog, so make sure you go there and check them out. Uh, the first the first video is from last night's UFC show in Argentina. It is uh, Cynthia Calvillo versus Pauliana Botello, Botello, um, and that is a strawweight match. So the deal here is Cynthia is returning from a drug suspension. She tested positive for weed. Now in 2018, no one should be suspended for testing positive for weed. It's legal up here now, here in Canada. So no, I don't smoke that stuff or anything else for that matter. Then Cynthia missed weight. And she explained afterwards that she was having her period and the weight just would not come off. And uh, hopefully that doesn't happen again. I mean, that, that happened. That can happen. And the last time we saw her, she looked awful losing to Carla Esparza, a fighter she should have beaten. And that, to me, was the really big issue is, you know, up till then she looked excellent and in that match, I don't know what the hell the problem was. But anyway, so it's not surprising that Poliana was favored as she has looked good in the UFC. And Poliana is a striker. So Cynthia needed to take her down to beat her. And that's what she did. Okay, she won with a first round rear naked choke. Now, I don't know what was wrong with Cynthia when she lost to Carla. But this was the Cynthia we saw before that. And that's what I needed to see from her. So hopefully she's back on track and heading to an eventual strawweight title shot. Okay, now the other video uh, is from last night's uh, NXT TakeOver show, uh, which is in uh, the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It is Shayna Baszler defending her NXT Women's Championship against Kyrie Sane. Uh, now this is a very good but flawed match. Uh, Shayna and especially Kyrie perform great. The flaws are lame-brained booking decisions. Now, I don't know why this was made two out of three falls, okay? That kind of match was common decades ago. And, and actually, one of, one of the problems I have with it is they didn't explain it, okay? Regal just came out one day and he said, I'm going to do a two out of three falls. Don't ask me why. Because, they are, because that type of match is infrequently done today, modern bookers aren't familiar enough with it, with it to do it properly. Now... I thought Shayna and Kyrie worked around the limitations uh, very well. The other thing about this match is, again, it was too short. It was about 10 minutes long, and, you know, it's, it was like the match at Evolution. It's like WWE management doesn't want these two to steal the show because given 20 minutes, that's what they would do. And in the case of this particular show, the War Games match that was the main event that ended this show was way too long. It just, it just dragged on for, I guess it was an hour long, huh? So Kyrie came out on fire until Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke came out and interfered. Now I told you on Friday to expect shenanigans, okay? So the interference led to Shayna winning the first fall with a choke, and then Shayna continued to dominate in the second fall until Kyrie countered an attempted suplex on the apron into a DDT. Now, she also did her insane elbow from the top rope onto the floor to knock all three of them out. 
And now that should have been a count out to tie up the match. Instead, they had Kyrie bring Shayna back into the ring and tie it up with her insane elbow finisher. They had Mauro Ronaldo give a lame explanation for Kyrie's actions. It wasn't necessary for her to do that. The count out would have tied up the match. It means nothing as far as the title is concerned. All right? Now, so fooey on that nonsense. Now, in the third fall, Kyrie is dominating. And then Marina and Jessamine interfere again. So then Dakota Kai comes out to help Kyrie, and that is followed by Yoshirai hitting a moonsault from the top rope to the floor to take out Marina and Jessamine. So then the end is Kyrie hits her elbow finisher, which Shayna rolls into a pin for the win. Okay, so that's a callback to Brooklyn when Kyrie won with a flash pin. But it didn't look good, and maybe it wasn't supposed to look good, because Kyrie got her shoulder up, and that's kind of the, how you, uh, how, you know, she could say, oh, I got my shoulder up, I want another match. Okay, so the bottom line is the feud, this feud will continue, but it has now been expanded, where you now have uh, involved in it uh, not only Marina and Jessamine, but Dakota and Yo. And, you know, Triple H confirmed that in his post-show press conference. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to expand the feud. So the only problem with it is I think Shayna is ready for the main roster, right? And especially if she's going to get involved with the whole horsewomen thing with Ronda, okay? The problem with what they're doing now with this is it backs up the NXT women's division where Bianca Belair and others are ready for a push. So... I don't know what they're going to do next. My guess is they'll probably do at um, the NXT TakeOver show at the Royal Rumble is they'll probably do a um, cage match, okay? And um, already I can see Kyrie doing her elbow from the top of the cage. <laughs> don't worry, she can do it. She's really good. All right, you know, she has a good teacher, Yoshirai, of course. Okay, so that's, uh, that's the other video that's up. Don't forget, both of those videos are up on the blog now, so uh, if you have not seen them, or if you, if you want to watch them again, be sure to check them out. Now, um, I want to go over uh, Friday's Invicta show, uh, which was Invicta FC 32 at Fire Lake Arena in Shawnee, Oklahoma, and I watched it on UFC Fight Pass via Roku. I love Roku. Anyways, the, the show itself was the usual mixed bag because of, partially because of poor main card matchmaking, but that wasn't true of the main event. Uh, Felicia Spencer beat Pam Sorensen to become the Invicta featherweight champion. She won with a fourth round rear naked choke. So Felicia dominated round one. Pam did better in round two, and I actually thought she won round two, but Felicia won round three uh, she took control of the match again, and then in round four, she had control until she won with the choke that she was trying to get in round one. It, it went pretty much as I expected, because Felicia is an elite fighter, and Pam is not. And really, there's no way Pam gets a title shot if there's any depth in welterweight. But most of the fighters in that division are worse than Pam. It doesn't matter whether we're talking about other fighters in Invicta, UFC fighters, or Bellator. 
the majority are with them. There's only like maybe three or four fighters who are really any good. The rest are awful, okay? Now, I've been watching The Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> That's true of the ones that are on that show too. So I don't know how long Felicia and her coach, Mike Lee, who uh, runs the jungle down in uh, Orlando, Florida, want to stay in Invicta, but I expect we'll see her in the UFC in 2019. Okay, the co-main event had the return of Mizuki, and she won over Viviani Pereira by unanimous decision. Uh, this was at strawweight. Mizuki has moved to the U.S. She lives in New York and is now training with... Uh, Ray Longo at Longo Weidman MMA in Long Island, New York. Uh, he was yelling instructions to her through a translator, if you can believe that. This was Viviani's first fight since leaving the UFC. She was doing, in this match, she was doing the same things that she was doing in the UFC, which is nothing much, okay? Uh, I think she might have better success at, at Adamweight. She's a little small for a strawweight. Now, Mizuki tried to finish her a few times, but she couldn't quite do it. But she won the fight fairly handily. Now, in an atom weight bout, Ashley Cummins beat Jessica Delboni by unanimous decision. It was an easy win for Ashley. And once again, uh, this was a case where I was not very happy uh, with the booking, with the matchmaking, okay? It was an easy win for Ashley. She is, she is now training with Manny Hernandez at San Diego Combat Club. That's the home of... Uh, Liz Carmouche, among others, and, and actually uh, uh, Kana Asakura is there right now. So now, Jessica was uh, undefeated in the Brazilian regional circuit. Uh, she didn't look good in this match, and she should not have been on the main card. I am not a fan of them bringing in somebody like that who is unproven and putting them on the main card. You know, she should have been in the prelims. If You, you know, somebody has to prove themselves. And she just didn't look very good. So I guess they're trying to build Ashley up to a title shot, right? So in a 150-pound catchweight bout, Caitlin Young won over uh, Sarah Patterson by second-round TKO. Uh, Sarah was a late replacement when the original opponent had visa issues. The fight went as expected, but I would like to see Caitlin face better opposition as uh, Sarah wasn't very good, okay? Uh, Caitlin... Uh, has just returned to MMA. She was off uh, doing kickboxing. She now lives in Thailand. Okay. In a bantamweight bout, Julia Avila won over Alexa Connors by second round TKO. Now, the last time we saw Julia, she suffered a hand injury and the doctor stopped the fight. Uh, that was 30 seconds into that fight. So uh, we didn't really get a chance to see uh, if she's any good. So this was my first really good look at her and I like what I saw. Uh, we could see her in the UFC down the road. Uh, I've never been that impressed with Alexa. Okay, but I thought uh, Julia looked very good. In a flyweight bout, Aaron Blanchfield beat Kay Hansen by majority de decision. One of the judges scored it a draw, and the other two scored a 29-28 for Aaron. Uh, these are both 19-year-olds who seem to have potential. I like Kay a little better than Aaron. I didn't, Erin, uh, what actually, the deal with her is she won the Eddie Bravo Invitational last year. And so she's kind of looked at as a hot prospect, but I haven't really been impressed with her in, either in this match or in the, her first Invicta match, whereas Kay looked pretty good 
in a couple of her matches. And here, I don't know what happened here. It's just like, um, I don't know, it just wasn't that good a fight. It, it, I, I thought it was uh, should have been um, uh, a lot more action, and I was kind of disappointed with it. Uh, in a flyweight bout, Stephanie Geltmacher, uh, from Oklahoma, beat Liz Tracy by unanimous decision. And this one fight of the night, um, I thought they both performed well, but I think um, uh, Stephanie is an elite fighter and Liz Tracy is not. And the other thing about Stephanie is she has charisma. Now, she's a little short. Some might think at five foot one, she is a little short for flyweight. But she actually reminds me a bit of Rin Nakai, and that's because she has a muscular build and a low center of gravity. I mean, she has very thick legs. So I like what I've seen from Stephanie so far. I mean, uh, I'd like to see her in a couple more fights in Invicta. And in a flyweight bout, Catherine Paprocki won over Isis Verbeek by unanimous decision. And basically, Catherine smothered Isis, who looked inept. She just, she didn't do anything, right? Isis is a glory kickboxer who, according to the commentary, was bored with kickboxing and wanted to try MMA. And maybe that wasn't such a good idea. I mean, we just, she, didn't, she just didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And in a bantamweight bout, Chelsea Chandler won over Mitzi Mary by unanimous decision. Uh, I'm not sure how good Ch Chelsea is, but I don't think Mitzi is any good. And uh, I thought that it was, this was one of Invicta's better shows. I, I you know, the, the um, uh, matchmaking at the top of the card was hurt a little bit by a, uh, a couple of changes, but not much you can do about that. And congratulations to Felicia Spencer for winning the Invicta Featherweight Championship. Okay. They got another show coming up next month, which is going to have uh, an Atomweight uh, Championship uh, rematch between uh, uh, Jinyu Fry and Minigru Sanders. So that should be very interesting. Okay, that's about it for today. Uh, again, uh, we got the two new videos up on my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you want to leave a voice message on the uh, podcast, you can do so, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, be back late. Be back probably tomorrow to look at um, Survivor Series. Have a good day and enjoy Survivor Series. Talk to you later.